TFYLP is sponsored by CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. Visit www.CapturedPrey.com for all your import, transformers, and third-party figure needs. And save even more through the Captured Prey loyalty program. CapturedPrey.com. Mega Toy Fan. Look for Mega Toy Fan at popular toy conventions like BotCon and TFCon, as well as on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Mega.ToyFan. for your listening pleasure, TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now where did I put that chorus stop? Ratchet, did you take the chorus stop? Hello and welcome to another TFYLP. This is episode 143. Tonight we're going to talk about Chug. Chug. And no, not chugging beers or whatever. What the acronym is, which is Classics, Hunt for the Decepticons, Universe, and Generations. And guy uh, as well. And, and, and yeah. And we're going to talk about whether or not it's on the, you know, it's, it's doing well or, or what, you know, just what we think of it in general. Um, tonight I have with me Swage66. What's up? I have Michael Swift. What's up, everybody? Jim Black. Oh. And special guest, Rick Alvarez. How are you doing, sir? Send me money. Send him money. <laughs> send, send us your money. Do you know how many Thank times I've been having a conversation myself? Okay. So um, the first thing we want to talk about is we're going to give a uh, – we're going to dedicate a moment of silence to the passing of Leonard Nimoy. Um, those of you, I mean, I, I don't think anyone on the planet doesn't know who he is or what he's accomplished. So what we're going to do here is we're just going to have a moment of silence and uh, in remembrance of him. If I can get this up and running. There we go.
And what can we say about such a wonderful person? Uh, but as he always said, I wish he would have uh, held to his own words and lived long and prosper. Alrighty, getting um, by that. Uh, all right, who would like to start this wonderful topic off? Well, well actually, first, um, Mr. Alvarez, <laughs> you you wanted to uh, say something first. Um. Well, uh, yes, let's talk about this whole Kickstarter thing. Thank you for having me on. Um, our Kickstarter, Play With This 2, the Lost Protectors launched last night at uh, 11 o'clock. And uh, we are approaching the 24-hour mark into the, into the first day of the Kickstarter campaign. And uh, we are past the 40% mark very well and uh, I want to thank everyone who uh, who's trusted in us who's who's put their confidence in us uh, and who believes in this toy line and and in all of us to uh, deliver the best product possible for you so uh, in 24 hours we got uh, almost halfway there and I think that's uh, it's quite an accomplishment so thank you everyone well it is that's that's impressive I, I was going to ask you um, I looked at a little bit and I know I know some people have questions and they Giving you questions, are there any questions that you want to field that you know that were asked? Like uh, uh, some of the general questions. Uh, like I know that I was curious, just how many how many figures were actually going to be in this? Uh, do you call it a tier or a package? That you? Uh, I call it a package. Okay. How many figures are we talking about? Uh, right now, we probably if we go all the way. All the way, I think we're looking at close to 30 figures. Now, so is that, if you get that, if you get that play with this, play with this all option, which is, it is $900. Yes, that is a lot of money, but uh, in the end, you will be saving uh, over 500 bucks if we go all the way, uh, at least 500 bucks, if not more. And of course, you get one of everything we produce. So. I guess I just want to make sure that I understand and hopefully, you know, would would stop you from repeating. Or if you did, sorry, you have to do it again. Uh, for nine hundred dollars, I'm assured all the figures you're going to produce. I don't have yes. to pay anything and else. That shipped to me through my door, my happy little hands. They will uh, be shipped straight to your door. Uh, international members have to pay a little bit more uh, because of international shipping. We are sure. doing our best to keep international shipping as cheap as possible. Um, but uh, yes, that will get you one of everything, uh, all the figures, all the accessories, all the headshots, headstands, all the tech drone packages, all the special surprises we still have, all the figures we haven't shown you guys yet. It gets you a set of the art prints. It gets you a t-shirt, the glow in the dark button, which you can also use as a shield uh, on the figures, not yourself. Don't go into battle with it. And uh, get something. Oh, the digital rewards and and a hug from me. Wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. No, you, heard, you heard this out. You heard this first. He's going to come to each and every one of your old houses and give you a hug. I'll probably just set up a table, like a hugging booth at BotCon or something or TFCon. And and just let you guys approach. Me. No, you got to go grassroots, man. You got to go to all the local small shows where the real collectors are. <laughs> Is that where they kiss the babies and all that? You got to do that. Yep. Right. Yes, I will uh, kiss hands and shake babies. 
There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, are we we ready to dive into this wonderful topic? You know, I'm, I'm kind of glad you, you guys are talking about generations and, and I happen to be here because uh, I'm sure I can probably share some some deep thoughts about that. All right. Well, you know what? Go ahead. Start it no, off. No, no, no. You start. You no, 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 no. The topic no. that you wanted oh, wait, to discuss. You you open I'll, it up I'll... just like that. You got You got to start. Okay. Go ahead. Let's start with this whole Metroplex thing. Uh, when I was at Hasbro, uh, we talked about doing Metroplex, and we discussed, oh man, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be awesome. We're gonna do one of these guys a year, and uh, we decided, okay, we're gonna do Metroplex. And I begged and I begged and I begged. I'm like, we got to do Metro Titan as the, as the Comic-Con exclusive. We got to do Metro Titan as the Comic-Con exclusive. We're never going to put them out at retail. We got to do Metro Titan. And uh, I was like, no, it's a Decepticon. It'll never sell. We can't do a Titan Decepticon. Uh, we're just going to do a Metroplex with, with battle damage. I'm like, no, that, that sucks. Um, and then I was no longer at Hasbro. Uh, so, yeah, they put out the Metroplex for Comic-Con. I think it could have been awesome if it was Metro Titan, if they let me do uh, what I wanted to do. Uh, the next uh, two Titans were both Autobots. And then for the fourth Titan, we had discussed doing a Trypticon. Um, but designers change, marketing personnel changes, plans go by the wayside. Everybody kind of wants to do their own thing. And uh, we get Devastator, which is awesome. Uh, I think it looks really cool. Uh, and, uh, we had talked about doing Devastator in Masterpiece form, like releasing like two at a time. Uh, but this is awesome. I'm, I'm really happy with the Devastator. So would far. you have designed Devastator with a mini club foot? Uh, if I was there, I probably would have offered, I was all about trying to do running changes towards, mm -hmm. uh, the end. For example, the uh, the Bomber Megatron, I wanted to do a running change of uh, black to gray. Same packaging, just like say, hey, the last five, 10,000 figures, make them gray. Uh, and just a running change. Um, the only time it kind of worked out, and, and they didn't quite understand what I meant, so you ended up getting Sound Blaster and Soundwave, the War for Cybertron Voyager, being two different SKUs. Or the initial concept that I was trying to pitch was, no, no, no. You just make it a running change so that it becomes a, a thing, something that people can talk about. It's a chase. It's a hunt. You're trying to find this. You're uh, creating interest in it. Um, but some people didn't quite get that. So, uh, so is that a yes so, or no to the club? Yes. Fit? Yeah. So my, <laughs> if I was there, my running change would have been I would have done a scrapper in gray. Still nothing about the foot. No, because Scrapper died in the in the. I'm talking about that tiny little pigeon toe foot that everybody was freaking out about in the picture. Uh, um, which one? Master's on the uh, Mixmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. I wasn't. I wouldn't have been the designer on it, so I couldn't say anything. But as far well, as that, go, the, the back would have. Right? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Well. Well, you know what I heard. Uh, what I've heard from other. Yeah, Transformers podcasts um, out of Toy Fair was that they actually designed Mixmaster off of a cement mixer from Russia that is actually like extremely large because I guess all of them are supposed to be designed after those really large construction vehicles that 
are like you know 50 times larger than what you normally think of as construction vehicles that they use in like, like quarries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I do have one question for you, uh, just because it's something that you mentioned. You mentioned that they weren't really keen on going with like a the Metro Titan because it was a Decepticon. It was a Decepticon. And, and, and I understand their thinking in that is based on kids' sales. But if you're talking about for a San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, how would you market that towards kids when that's marketed towards collectors? Exactly. But they just uh, – you know, unfortunately, they just didn't get it. Um, they're like, who's Metro Titan? I'm like, he's a Decepticon version of Metroplex. We're never going to put him out. E-Hobby's never going to do him. Takara's not going to do him. We have to do this. It's the only chance this figure will ever get a chance to see the light of day. And um, – it was all about uh, – I don't think Metroplex was out at retail yet, right? San Diego Comic-Con was the first time you can get them. So I think that's why they decided to do Metroplex uh, in the end and just do them with a lot of deco and a, and a giant box that's a pain in the ass to ship. Yes. Thing's huge. But, okay. So um... – so you, you 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 had the idea for Metroplex. Um, what what about some of the other lines? Did you have any other influence in the other lines other than the generations? Uh yeah, I mean, are we talking about generations or what? Is it just generations we're talking about? Or are we doing the whole? It's it's a fan acronym of Chug, which would yeah. be the classics line, you know, all the way down through generations. So I mean, um, you just knock yourself out with okay, what, you, what, so what you want to tell us. That that hunt for the Decepticon. I got a sad story. The I think it was the hunt for the Decepticons. It was part of the movie line. The uh, the G two Jet Starcase was that who it is? Starchase. Space case. Uh, space space case. case. Yeah, yeah. Space case with the backwards wings. Yeah. Right. So a great designer who was there, uh, Wayne Park, had uh, designed that figure, and he put the uh, the space case head on it. He's like, Rick, thinking about doing this. And I'm like, oh, oh, I got deco for you. So we actually had the only prototype we had. We had it painted. To look exactly like the G2 space case, and uh, a marketer there was one of the last things he did before he went to another line. Uh, it was like I, I just I marched into his office and I said, "You got to change this." He's like, "No, nah, it doesn't matter." Uh, he took the space case and he said, "We got to make it. We got to make it transparent. That that means it's spacey. It's clear." <laughs> and he just didn't understand. And that's how you got the clear space case. And the only Example that we had of that G2 space case got painted over into that um, not so cool uh, hunt for the Decepticons color. But what could have been? Wow. Yeah, but, but I bet you have a few of those of what could have been. I bet you have a few. Uh, I got a few of those. I mean, that was one of the ones that you know actually made it into like a physical reality, and then was destroyed, uh, unfortunately. Um, Let's, man, you're making me think about about stuff that was like three years ago now. Hmm. Um, mm. uh, well, one uh, from that line that was always kind of a kind of a favorite character of mine was uh, Axer, the, the yeah. mold of uh, of Lockdown. Did you have any input on that one? No, that was all Joe Kide. Uh, he he's like, uh, hey, I got an idea to do Lockdown like this. I think it was Joe Kide. And uh, he's also no longer there. He works at Lego now in Denmark. 
and um uh yeah that was totally joe kai he was really tuned into the whole uh generation stuff uh he, he was a big fan he had a lot of knowledge just, just like him and i would just sit and brainstorm uh you know one time we had a quick meeting it's like okay takara's coming and we want to do a we want to talk about what uh what masterpiece figures we we want them to make okay so joe and rick give us your list of the top three guys you guys want as masterpiece figures Okay, so we like spent all this time in my office. We brainstormed. We came back to the list. We came back and like, here are three guys, and uh, the uh, head marketer, who also it was one of the last things he did before he left for another toy line, uh, he said, "Oh yeah, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll just we're just gonna let Takara present." Okay, so on our list we had a uh, masterpiece Springer. They said, "Do whatever you want. Pick whoever you want to pick." So we had masterpiece Springer. Uh, and I forget who the other two were. I can't remember for the life of me. But um, it was master. It was masterpiece Springer. I think it was Soundwave, maybe, and, uh, and someone else, not RC. But um, at that meeting, ultimately, uh, Takar ended up pitching the uh, the sideswipe, which was pretty cool. Hmm. I would I would have liked to have seen the Springer, to see what that looked like. Yeah. Yeah. That that would have been cool, but I'm sure I'm sure someone out there somewhere will will bring that into a plastic reality, one way or another. Now I'm I'm left wondering, uh, you know, if, if a, a masterpiece Springer were, were to have been done, would it uh, would, would it have panned out in a capacity where where uh, Jeep would have given their, their blessing? Um, the ma masterpiece was mainly based on realistic vehicles, right? Yeah, but uh, I mean, we that, that was one of the things we were trying to discuss because uh, they're like, all right, well, if we make a sound wave, we can't make them turn into a box because kids, kids don't know what a box is. So we can't turn it into a box. We've got to make them something like a, like a Jeep or a helicopter. I'm pretty think, sure kids know what boxes are. <laughs> well, they, they don't know like the whole concept of it's a tape deck and you put tapes inside of it. These guys are square. Uh, that was their whole like logic about it. And... Um, and they're like, and I tried explaining to, to someone, I'm like, the whole idea of Masterpiece is that it looks exactly like what the original G1 version was. It's very close to the animation, and it's inspired by the original toy. You can't make a sound wave and not have them turn into a tape deck. It just... So, yeah, so you're basically saying that these guys... The idea of masterpiece. These guys in charge of creating this... Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that their main thinking was that Masterpiece is for the adult... Old school collector, is that right? They were not even I that mean, because there there was a lot of people there who said, "All right, well, there are going to be some people who buy masterpiece, so obviously we can never make Soundwave because he's going to turn into a box." Lo and behold, they make Soundwave. All right, um, well, that's what I'm getting at is their thinking, and because to me, masterpiece does not say it does not appeal in any way so far to, to generalize towards kids. I mean, well, these aren't $15 toys. So what I, basically what my question is, is you, they had people in the room thinking that they're more worried about the eight-year-old wanting something that only, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50-year-olds are really going to be going for, I guess, as a whole. Well, re remember this. You know, sometimes grandpa and grandma walk into a Toys R Us, and they want to get the most expensive toy for little Jimmy. Right. So they mm -hmm. end up, oh, this this Transformer costs... $120. Mm -hmm. That must mean it's the best. 
and little Jimmy or Bobby or Susie or Sharon, whoever, they get this toy and it's like, it turns into a freaking box. What is this? <laughs> what the hell is a tape deck? What yeah, but this? see, the grandparents that are like that, they don't know what those kids like anyway. <laughs> you know, so, you know, that's that was their concern. That was, like, one of the legit concerns they had. It's like, well, not everybody buys Masterpiece. So. Gotcha. Um, and lo and behold, he's doubled in value. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, now it's a, it's a completely different team there. Uh, it's a whole different team now. So that's how you get all the female characters. There was a guy there... He, he didn't want any female characters, and I had a fight with him to get an arachnid, a, a deluxe arachnid made for Transformers. Did you kick his ass? Dude, this character's in the show. We spent all this money developing this character for the show, and now you're going to tell me that we're not even going to make a toy of her? And he came back, well, if you can prove uh, through empirical data that kids don't care about gender, then we'll consider making it. And uh, it came back that uh, there had been some research done before by the marketing team a couple years before, and we looked at it and came back that kids really didn't care about the gender as long as it was a cool-looking vehicle. So that's how you get those big, stupid claw weapons on the side of Arachnid in Transformers Prime. And okay, why, you didn't get a, why you didn't get a Voyager Arachnid that would have had a spider mode. All right, to get back on topic a little bit, since we're on Masterpiece and Soundwave, why have we not seen, really, other than War for Cybertron, a chug-scale sound wave that's not based on the video game? Why haven't we seen anything other than movie toys? I mean, he's well, he's a huge draw character-wise, and he's just left in the dust. Well, you know, he was in Prime, uh, he's a masterpiece, he was in the movies, but there's no real classics. Well, there's, there's no classics G1 version of him, right? Um, think of it from their point of view. Are they going to spend all the money to tool up a $16 deluxe toy that turns into a box? Right. I'm not, I'm not even when, saying it has to look G1 because not all of them look G1. You know, Perceptor, bot mode is amazing. Yeah. Alt mode is nothing related. Um, so that's what I mean. It's like, where, where's our new something on that? I don't know. One? You know, it, it, that never even brought up. When I was there, Soundwave was never brought up for generations. We were trying to focus on other characters we didn't have in the market. Uh, Joe and I had pitched uh, um, Hoist and Trailbreaker, and yeah, they made it in. Uh, at that meeting, we pitched Hoist Trailbreaker. They made it in. We pitched uh, a Voyager... Like It was like more like an ultra-size. Like, remember the old Beast Wars ultra-size, like Rampage yeah. and... and mm -hmm. Depth charge. We had pitched a Jetfire and an Astro Train, and they were each going to come with with small figures, like a small Starscream and uh, a small Power Glide. Um, we had pitched those. Those had gotten dropped. We had pitched a. God. You okay? Yeah, I'm just trying to think <laughs> back. I'm just trying to think back to who. I think we had talked about doing another Cyclonus. At the time, mm -hmm. oh, that's what it was. No, it wasn't Cyclonus. It was um, Beast Machines Jetstorm. Ooh. So we had talked, and we, we were going to do a deluxe Beast Machines Jetstorm, and we had a really cool idea for who the alternate. I think the alternate head was going to be Cyclonus, and uh, it came down to we had to drop one deluxe figure, uh, and that was the one that got dropped, unfortunately. 
So I was re I'm really into Troop Builder. So like any time I could like throw in a, a character in there, like a, like a Viacon or uh, like Tankor or uh, anything like that, I you know, I try and get that in whenever possible. That would have been perfect anyway, because not only did you know you have Jetstorm, you've also got the potential for the jet drones. Not to mention yeah. the uh, you know the the what was it the TFCC or whatever from years ago uh, Cyclonus. It was uh, made from that, that original Beast Machines movie, so, yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. You know, just uh, one one guy had to get dropped from the Deluxes, and it ended up being him, and uh, then that whole line, there was a whole bunch of uh, the bot shots, there was a whole mm. bunch of playsets that got dropped, there was a Metroplex playset. Man, I wanted a Metroplex <laughs> so bad in that line, too. Yeah, there was a Metroplex and a Trypticon playset. Like launching playset that got dropped, and I think those were they never got past the drawing stage, but I think those were supposed to launch like the deluxe ones that like the prime with the trailer, launched mm -hmm. those, um, but they they got dropped very uh, quickly uh, so that they can make that Transformers Prime Predaking, bot shot, racetrack of shit. I'm doomed. Sorry. Can doom. I swear That's on this show? Meant. That's what you meant. You meant doom. Yes. Can I swear? Can I swear? Fuck yeah, you can swear. The hell? No, no, fuck, no, you can't. <laughs> oh, um, all right, but here we go. All yeah, right, we um, go. the main thing that we wanted to discuss is the whole chug line in general. And the, the discussion, which a couple of us had, that um, started to get a little heated, and I'm like, hell, let's just make it an episode, <laughs> let's do it, is, is it on the way out? Are they, you know, are we ready for the next big thing? Um, I'm going to just throw a little bone out and, and let Mike and Mike start duking at it. Um, I think it is. I think I think the whole chug line is on the way out and simply because everyone's switching to Masterpiece. Um, Michael Swift. Go. I can, I can quickly end this debate for you with some. No, no, no. Let it go on for a few minutes and then you can quickly end it. <laughs> All right. OK, well, tell me tell me when you're ready to, to lay the smack down with some empirical data. Oh, we will. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Swift. All right, so I disagree extremely because um, – so when we were talking, you know, it was start, like you said, it was starting to get a little heated and – Starting to get good. The point – yeah, the point that was brought up was that, you know, aftermarket prices for some of the stuff is starting to dip. And my opinion is it happens. I remember a time where I had to pay a hundred dollars for I would have had to pay a hundred dollars for like an optimal optimus and then a few years later I would pay maybe sixty dollars for optimal optimus and now he's back up to about hundred and twenty dollars. Things change over time. Um, well wait a minute, real quick. I just I just wanna but in right on this one little point that you're making, they haven't done another optimal optimus, so there's not a better version. Yeah, let's stay on topic. It's going to go up. No, that's what I'm trying to say. It, I, I'm just saying, it. You know, one of my one of my big points is is like um, classic sideswipe. Man, that thing was 35, 40 bucks all day long. Very hot seller. People wanted it. It was hard to find. Everyone wanted it. Masterpiece uh, sideswipe came. Boom, dropped in price. Yeah. Well, I would I would argue and say that you know when 
the Arachnid wave came out, and there was Arachnid Cup and the Viacon and Rumble. Um, that was, you know, that was hard to find at a major retailer like Walmart or something. And those were going for ridiculous prices. They ain't going for ridiculous prices now. Those aren't chug- thing not, for one thing, you're off track still, again. Those aren't part of the chug line. It doesn't but that's matter. Okay. I'm, I'm that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I Where's the mute the button? Where's the mute button? You don't want Quite this. Typically, <laughs> every time, every time something that is popular when it's out on the shelves always has this, this time period where it goes for ridiculous money amount of money after it goes off the shelves, and then people realize I don't really want this, and then they flood the market with it, you know, reselling it, and prices go down, and then. It, Eventually, it'll peter off because, you know, they become rare again, and people who actually want them have bought them, and you can't find them anymore. But I am i don't really care about the secondary market. I, I don't think that's a good gauge for who's buying things. What I, is? No, so it's you don't not. think solid proof second, is good enough? No, the secondary market <laughs> is such a small market. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here we go. This is what I was waiting for, right? This is it. I was waiting for this. How in the world can you say that you can't gauge what is being what people want and what they're buying for if you don't use a secondary market? No, because you gotta look at the market now. You look at the market now. Hasbro is coming out with supreme class figures. They're coming out with combiners. We have Deluxes, we have Voyagers, we have Legends class figures, we have Supreme class figures. Mm-hmm. The, the Suddenly, Generations went from two years ago, which was only a deluxe size scale, and they were getting smaller at the time, mm-hmm. to back to normal size Deluxes, and then some. We have Voyagers and Leader class figures again. We have Supreme class figures again. No, wait a minute. And the, the, Hasbro doesn't wait. blow up a line like that, and especially since it's been more collector-focused now more than ever. I, I will agree with you on that, but I'll say this much. If you're telling me that I should gauge what people are interested in on what Hasbro does, even Rick will tell you right here, they don't always get it right. The no, only I people that, that know what people want are the people that are that are buying it. The, the ones that are wanting it and going out on the secondary market, that's the only way you can truly gauge – the, the 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 market. That's it. You can't gauge that on what Hasbro does. Customers always right. Okay, so here's here's the point of view you got to look at the Hasbro point of view. They don't care about the secondary market. They don't well, see any not. of that money, right? So they care about what they sell to Walmart and Target and so on. Uh, that secondary market doesn't factor into them. No, so, but I guarantee that if 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 Walmart says, look, I'm stuck with all these – for some reason off the top of my head, I keep thinking of that Energon um, Ironhide um, that are you know, flooding the, the, the shelves, You know, the one that never sells. You, you telling me that Hasbro doesn't look at that and think, well, maybe we shouldn't have designed that one. Maybe we should rethink that particular nope. market, or do they not nope, care? We sold it. It's, it's so – it's two years in the past for them because by the time that toy – by the time that toy is sitting on the shelves at Walmart, nobody's buying it. It's already been two, two and a half years since that toy's been designed. But they don't look at that. And, and they, they, they stump very rarely, and especially in the small toy markets, do they look at that and they like small toy market like GI Joe, and they look at that and they say, "All right, 
we know to pull back on XYZ character because it didn't do well. All right. I would, I would say the simple fact the simple fact that those that don't look at history are doomed to repeat it. Simple as that. Look, I got I have a bone to pick with this argument because you can't tell me these companies don't look at the secondary market and, and they don't. price accordingly. They don't. But see, that doesn't make sense because if you look at all the new re-releases, you're going to pay someone, and you're talking. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at these eighty-dollar fucking Insecticons that sell for how much on eBay? Eighty dollars for the originals. I just sold the set for sixty-five. If I had it on eBay, I'd get eighty or ninety. I'll give you a better. I'll give you a better one than that. I see. Just like the movie toys, even the reissue the. The Human Alliance, $140 for toys that retail for, what, 20 bucks in Japan, if even that? And you telling me they don't look at the secondary market? No, they don't Where else the are board? they getting these numbers from? They don't, Where they else does that come from? They don't look at the boards. They don't look at the secondary market. They don't care about eBay. They don't look at any of that. What they Releases look at now is match up how, to the secondary prices. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Mike, wait a minute, Mike, let him finish. What they look at is what molds do we have available? What can we make cheap? Hey, we've got those G1 Insecticons sitting around. We can make those and give those to someone as an exclusive. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't have to pay for anything. We have those molds. Let's now, wait a minute. Let me ask you this much. There's a lot of people that have speculated and have said that the simple fact that we're getting a combiner like Devastator is a direct reflection, kind of like, like Hasbro saying to the third party that look what we can do. And it's been it's been mentioned that that actually came from – People at Hasbro that have said that. Now, I mean, do you see that as being legitimate, or I mean, I I think that can be legitimate, yes. But from my personal experience when I was there, nobody gave a shit uh, about any of that stuff. They look, they would look at it and be like, I don't know who that is. Who is that? Oh, we can't make that. Imagine what we would make that and how much it would cost. Uh, but again. Those were different people. Those people are no longer on the brand. They're they're maybe no longer with the company. And now you have different people in charge, and they look at it, and they're like, okay, um, what can we make? And they look at things in themes, like, okay, we're going to go with combiners. Okay, let's make everything a combiner. Optimus, you're a combiner. Cyclonus, you're a combiner. It, do- it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense. They all combine. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, 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 we're seeing, and we're seeing that now. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. that's how they look at it. They look now, at see, it that I agree. That I agree oh. because then you're all you're looking at is recoloring, retooling, and mm-hmm. rehashing. And everyone knows that Hasbro is good at that. I'm yeah. not well, disagreeing with that at all. That, but my point is being the... is by saying that they do not look at the secondary market, I have to disagree. I think they may not look at it the way we do, but I guarantee they're looking. Guys, at it. And they're looking I, at these third parties, and they're seeing these things because that's money that another company is taking out of their pocket. Guys, I worked there for how many years, and uh, the money that Do these third-party guys to defy my argument. <laughs> the, uh, the these guys who make the third-party toys, their their stuff, uh, it's not a dime. It's it's a dime out of Hasbro's pocket, if that. I mean, Hasbro's playing on a global level, and they're appealing to children of all ages, making product for children of all ages. Um, that's how you ultimately have to look at it, not as, hey, these guys are making a devastator and Hasbro isn't. No, you can't look at it like that. Um, you can. No one there, you, no one there was ever paid to sit down and look at this stuff. And uh, no one was paid to, to look at the value of the product. 
no one was paid to look at the value of the secondary pro the product on the secondary market because, uh, as I said, that stuff was designed years in advance. Uh, people who design the stuff may not even be at that company anymore. Um, you have people sometimes toy lines are like a revolving door. Oh, this is your new marketer. Oh, this is your new marketer. Hi, this is your new marketer. And every time somebody new comes in, the plan goes away and it starts all over fresh because the new right. person. My original argument though wasn't everyone. about that. Mine is that you know, it's like uh, like I was talking about the the stuff so that the, they've already made, but so they're re-releasing. Re all the no, all the prices are matching up to the secondary market because they like don't, I said, the, the aftermarket, like on those Human Alliance sound waves, is like a hundred some dollars, and they're redoing the same set that was a fraction of what they're redoing it for now. You can't find them in the U.S. under 140 for a two-pack that originally you could get on eBay for 30 bucks shipped from Japan is what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that they make a toy that they plan on being 15 bucks. I'm saying now when they're remaking stuff, just like those Insecticons, 80 bucks U.S. retail, which Hasbro doesn't sell it for 80. I know that. No, nope. Hasbro they, they have to They Hasbro have to consider this when they're off. selling it. Uh, no, they don't. The case of the Insecticons, I'll tell you right now, that's a case of, Hey, we have this, and it doesn't cost us anything to tool them. It doesn't cost anything to make paint masks. All we have to do is make a packaging for it. Well, and that eighty buck, that eighty buck price tag was at a Kmart, wasn't it? And Kmart, yeah. at the end of its lifespan, was selling deluxes for twenty dollars and Voyagers for thirty-five and leader class figures for fifty. Mm. I mean, it's they're a very bad company to base, you know. But I, I, I'm mentioning everything else too. I mean, you have the seeker sets, you have the Autobot specialist sets. Those all that are stuff matches those up. Are, with those are again, those are, those are tooling. Those again, those are those are coming from Takara, but those are also hey, what do we have that we don't have to spend the tooling dollars on? What do we have that we can produce that is our core characters? That all we have to do is make a box. What do we have? Yeah, that has nothing to do with what I'm bringing up. <laughs> don't, they don't look and say, hey, what okay. character is really hard to get? That that human aligned sound wave, that's really hard to get. That's why we should make it? No, they don't look at it like that way. They look at it as, hey, human aligned sound waves only saw this much distribution. In order for us to justify having paid for the mold for that five years ago, we need to, to make it again and sell more of it so that again, the books match up and that tool has been paid for. That, that, okay. that, that makes sense. There right. we go. <laughs> there you oh. go. Here we go. Now we, now we can breathe. And now... Oh, I'm breathing. Oh, that's okay. Now... Um, this is how you get work Jim, done. You just, you know, just get in I, there. I know. I know. All right. Hey, Jim, what do, what do you think? What do you think about this topic so far? Nah, just kidding, new guy. Be quiet. <laughs> about, about, about the, the chug overall, or about the, uh, the like the insecticons and that. Well, let's just start with this little 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 bit that we've gotten so far. Well, what 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 I keep coming back to is is you know we were talking about like the the insecticons and the seekers and all that. Is uh, the, the other day we we saw the the new uh, Astrotrain and Blitzwing uh, two pack. Oh yeah, those ugly and, things. And yeah, the, the, that those kind of make sense. I could I could appreciate those being in a two pack. My brain is just breaking over the fact that they thought it was a good idea to make them red and white or orange and white. What's what's up with that? I could explain that. That probably has to do with an intern, and they didn't have anything for that intern to do. So they said, hey, intern, 
why don't you make this your project and make a deco for this? And the intern, being 19, 20 years old, doesn't know what the fuck G1 Astrotrain or Blitzwing look like. So they go Wait, ahead go and, 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 and that's, that's let's Michael's. make it orange. Why and you know what? That? You know what? I would, I would actually – I would take that and believe that 100% more than, well, according to the empirical data, we felt that this color was more specifically designed towards this. I, I, would, I, I get that. You know, we just gave it to someone and they, they, they fucked it up. But that's okay. We gave it to them. And I'd be or like, right on, man. I got you. Awesome. I mean, you know those things are going to be highly sought after later on. So, yeah, but here's the thing. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Here's the thing. How are you going to know they're going to be highly sought after on the secondary market? Thank you. Right. No, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm arguing that from from a collector's standpoint of it's a G1 it's it's a G1 you know variant that already makes it it's something that's sought after. I you keep throwing around universe sideswipe and that is one of the worst uni, uh, that's one of the worst classics toys there are. The hell that, are you talking are about? Are you kidding? I love that thing. You fucking I love that thing. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Think about it. Wait, wait, wait. Think about it. Before before Masterpiece came out, before Masterpiece came out, it was the best rendition we had of Sideswipe. Hands down. The best. That's why that mold got used so many times. Exactly. It was a great mold. It was a great toy. You hear that? that Hasbro likes to rehash. It was awesome. Because it was awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> and guess what else? It was awesome on the secondary market. Yes, it was. Well, not anymore, apparently. Uh, it's still – it depends on what you call. I mean, originally, they were what, uh, fourteen ninety nine. How much is your Waspinator worth? Uh, when, when that line came out, I think I think they were still 12-something. Were they 12 – okay. I guarantee – uh, I can get way more than that for a loose one. Yeah. Yep. Any day of the week. I'm sure you can uh, too. At least like 30 bucks for a loose one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, at one point they were like 45 bucks. What, for a and, size and, they, I used to get 60 for sealed ones. I, yeah, but that's because you're overpriced. But anyway, so they. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you got to take yeah, it but, too. But I wasn't anyway. underpaid. I wasn't underpaid, so it's all the matter. No, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but you also have to remember you had you had kits. Um, that also made a difference, like uh, case in point, uh, Cliff Jumper. Mm-hmm. Cliff Jumper oh, was, man. you know, a nice fifteen dollar piece when that when that kit came out. Oh, it, see, it I got to disagree. Three hundred dollars jumper has always, to me, has always seemed like it always carried value, and I think it still well, does. It, like it does, it, but you got to remember that kit came out like right afterwards. I mean, yeah. bam, right after. It, it, it wasn't really quickly. wasn't Cliff Jumper short packed or something? Wasn't he like one per eight? Instead of two or something, I, I, I think so. he's always been, been. He's always well, been higher than you. But you, you, you know what I'm saying. It, it was never worth where it is now. Well, it's gone down a yeah. little, but still, where yeah. it was. I mean, it was one of the highest priced figures mm-hmm. in that line. And it wasn't just because it was short packed. It was because of that kit. You know, it's just like. Um, Oh, Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus, absolutely. Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus yeah. and uh, Skywarp had the distinctions that everyone needed Skywarp to, to finish their secret set, which mm-hmm. made that two pack all you know you know desirable. But then people were getting rid of Ultra Magnus because ah, it's just a recolor. It's not even really a good Ultra Magnus until that powered commander came out, yeah. and then phew, that one went up. They were on clearance at Target even. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like thirteen dollars for two two you know 
two figures, deluxe. And right, and people were loving to get it. And what did they do? They grabbed the uh, the the Sky Warp and they tossed the Ultra Magnus. And then after that kick came out, they were like, "Ooh, probably shouldn't have done that." Yeah. And why was that? That was on the secondary market. All right, come on, Mike. Let's hear something else. Move me or Swifty over there. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Doesn't matter. All right. I want to know. Do you think classics will get something like the ones we're talking about that have kind of lost value or sinking? Do you think they're going to go back up within the next, say, three years, back to where they were a couple years ago? Personally, I think they will if the masterpiece line continues, because there's still going to be separation between. You know, the, the hardcore guys, you know, they collect both. Other people have separated. But the thing with the Classics line is even if you think it's overpriced on the secondary market for, say, 50 bucks, if, and I'll, I'll put this out here for you, Sideburn, if, that's, if that MP Sideswipe rockets up to 150 175 bucks in a couple years, a $60, $70 deluxe toy is going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than getting into the Masterpiece line that's no longer affordable. Exactly. I mean, and you got to take it. I mean, I, I'm looking at it from from my standpoint, um, which is starting to become a bit of a skewed standpoint because, in all you honesty, you I could, decisive no. I mean, I could afford. I could afford to collect masterpiece. I don't have a problem affording it. The problem I have is masterpiece takes up so much more space it is more expensive i can get more with classics and i don't feel like i'm missing out because i'm still getting good representation of characters from you know transformers history um so so you can I, afford masterpiece toys but you can't afford to move out of grandma's basement I'm just what asking. I'm not sure. I don't know the situation. Just well, I'm just you know. Just what was that about priorities? But um, okay. We just, just compromise yeah. and build on a room. What's that? Yeah. So just compromise and build on a room. <laughs> yeah. So so what you're saying is is and I and I do agree with this. There's going to be those that don't want to spend the extra money for the masterpiece, and so they will get the classics version, or they don't have the room, and will get the classics. I understand both. Both sides of that argument. But what I'm going to say is is I'm willing to bet that there are more people who will go with the Masterpiece and not stay with the Classic. I don't see – I from my circle outside of like this or – I listen to – when you listen to – you know, I, I listen to a few Transformers podcasts and then I have you guys as sort of a gauge – you're talking about the most extreme of extreme collectors, and they're, of course, gung-ho about Masterpiece. But when I'm outside of that circle, and I mean, everyone I talk to, I mean, everyone's like, of course, Masterpiece looks amazing, but no one is ever actually collecting it that I usually converse with on a day-to-day basis. They're all seeking out the classics line, but it's sort of like it's the same thir- mentality as the third party. Um, everyone who's collecting third party thinks third party is amazing, and you know everyone's paying attention to it. Third party is so popular, but really it's such a small market. 
and it sort of and that group gets this skewed skewed vision of it but it really most of those pieces are what 2000 to 10,000 pieces or something like that which is in you know the entirety of the fandom is such a small amount of people um usually when hasbro makes a bumblebee for example they'll make nine million, million. nine nine to ten million of one figure so and they all sit on the shelf kids <laughs> <laughs> love bumblebee yeah, that's true that's true um I, i'm gonna argue and say that i'd be willing to bet that if if what you're saying is correct and that there's such a small smaller number of collectors that want classic as those who want masterpiece that what will happen is is the the people that want the classics are going to get them and there's going to be more supply than demand hence the price will go down and so i get i i'd be willing to bet that the price of classics are going to go down because of that that's you think that's they're my stay bet. down i i think as long as supply outweighs demand it's going to and then now, do you think that's because of Masterpiece or any other factors? Because I actually have a counterpoint to my own point, I guess. <laughs> your point to your counterpoint? Um, yeah, I'm going to because... say that not having sat there and thought about it for more than five minutes, uh, yeah, I think that I think that the Masterpiece definitely had a, a great impact on why Classic is uh, – I'm not going to say on the way down or out. I'm just going to say less desirable right now. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna kind of agree with you, but not for the same reason. I think another thing that's hurting the aftermarket now is the availability of so much crap on places other than eBay. You know, there's the boards and Facebook, and the crazy thing is, and I think I argued about this on an episode a long time ago, and that is, you know, you collect for fun, and that's cool, but when you have something and say you paid thirty dollars for it. When you see someone sell it for five bucks, you know, it's almost like a little needle in the eyeball. Sure, it hurts. Because, because that becomes a standard that people are looking for. And I think that's actually what's happening to classics is that there's so many people that have shit and they're just like, I just need 50 bucks to buy, you know, this upgrade kit or I need 75 bucks to buy this MP that they're selling stuff so cheap now that the standard has become. You know, it's not just based, you know, on eBay anymore, which is that was really, you know, for a long time was your best bet to sell or find something. Yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking you just, you just have to start a thread now and say, hey, I'm looking for this. Yeah. And right. you're going to get people that, you know, they either don't care how much it's worth or they don't know. Or they're, or they're going to go right or they're going to go right with eBay prices. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that there's always going to be that mixed bag now, and I think because, you know, I mean, like, I could go on Facebook right now and go in two or three groups and see the same item, and if I if, say I think it's worth 100 bucks to me, if I was selling it, I'd say it'd be 100 bucks, and I think that'd be a good deal versus, say, eBay, I could probably find that same figure anywhere from 30 to 150 bucks on any given day because it's just so random. I mean, there's people that sell stuff. They don't know what the hell it is. They don't even know what line it is they don't know what scale it is and i think that actually really really hurts the aftermarket as far as if you're doing it for any reason to make money because like i said you're now you're battling people not only that know what they're doing you know 
we're the guys that are actually hurting because we're thinking, okay, we're going to get 20 bucks out of this or 25. And Joe Schmo joins a group and an hour later, he's like, Hey, I'll take 10 bucks for these 15 figures. You pay for shipping. And people are like, you know, you try to sell something for 20 bucks and they're like, Hey man, you know, this guy and the guy yesterday sold them for $3. You know, why do you want 20? And I think that's, if, if anything's going to kill the value of the older classics, I think that's what it's going to be is the fact that the market now is just, flooded with so many random ass people that either don't care or they just don't know what they're doing yeah so well and if we're talking about older stuff i i think i think when it comes to older stuff classics is going to kill classics when it comes to or if you compare generations to classics you go back to those classic molds they're really not that great compared to what they are now and the likelihood is that some of them are some of those characters will eventually be re-released it's been so long since they've had a figure. Um, you know, who's going to say you're not going to... Who, who doesn't think that one day we're going to see another Rodimus? Or one day we're going to see, you know, another Grimlock? Um, right, but I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. With the Jetstra, of um, uh, Jetfire. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, but Mike, what I was going to say is, is we're going to know here in a little bit um, with Cyclonus. Now, Cyclonus Classic doesn't go for a whole lot of money, but I mean, well, as I think soon as this, a bad example. this, well, I, I think Cyclonus I, yeah, is a bad but, example because he's a troop builder, and there's people like me who have like 50 Cyclonuses. Because no, but what I'm going to say is, is they've got that new one coming out, <laughs> and there are going to be those people that say, well, I want the better interpretation or you know, rep- representation, and I like that one better, and mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say that. I'm not even going to just say Masterpiece. I said Masterpiece before, but I'm going to uh, change that and say when a better representation is available, that's what's going to hurt the one before. Because, I mean, let's face it. We're all picky. We're picky. We want we want the best. And well, if this is the best we can get now, we'll take this. I, I agree with that. I, I, a lot of these are so, so good compared to G1. I mean, especially – I mean, I've seen a lot of people lately that are complaining about the old – the Deluxe Seeker mold. But I love it. I mean, it's it's really close to G1 as far as how the jet looks and everything. You know, the weapons fit on right. And now, you know, like they made the, the giant-ass Thundercracker. And I'm like, why the hell is Thundercracker as big as Jetfire? So, yeah, you know, it, it kind of works. It's a double-edged sword on that because they might update it or make it bigger, but it doesn't fit with what else is out there necessarily. Right. And, so, and I'll say know. it again. The best representation, not the newest. Yeah. Right. Now I and, think and, those. And you're right. You're you're seekers. right with 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 Jetfire. I think you're right I, with that too. I think those seekers need a better representation. And not that I think they look bad. I think they look good. I just tired of them falling off my shelves because they don't stand well. Well, <laughs> I think that was one of those things. And and I, w- I was going to ask you this too, uh, Rick. When it comes to using a mold over and over and over, I mean I understand. I mean they they've like they've used that seeker mold a ton of times. And the the mold degradation and, fact, and all that stuff. In fact, that mold has been rebuilt. So the Seekers, um, the original mold was destroyed a long time ago. So the Seekers that have been coming out the last couple of years, those are from a new Seeker mold. They're not from the original that came out in like 2005 or 2006. Well, I remember that when the, the Bacon set came out in 07. 07, yeah. that's all right. Um, there were a lot of tolerance problems, a lot. And then when they did the first wave of the the Hinkai, 
Um, they had a lot of problems with the the, the launchers staying on the, the shoulders because of the pegs and the tolerances. So I I would hope at that point that they had to redo the molds because they were yeah. they were showing some major wear. Yeah, they they totally rebuilt a, a whole new mold for that figure. They didn't go in and repair it. They just they just built a whole new mold for it. So you could definitely say that Hasbro got their money out of that mold at that time. Oh, absolutely, Hasbro <laughs> Takara. That's yeah. there's some there's certain tricks that e- even some of the people who aren't so tuned into the brand know that hey, if we make a prowl, we can make this many guys a prowl. If we make a star screen, we can make this many guys a sure. star screen. I always so go back to the, the Star Wars every toy line. Yeah, I always go back to the Star Wars R2D2 and C3PO. I mean, freaking money in the bank. Take them, change the colors, and you could do every color in the rainbow, and someone will buy them. Because and, and it fits in the story, too. Exactly. So, I think you could do that with Seekers all day long. I'm, I'm still waiting to see the, the drone Seekers. I'm still waiting for those. Other than that Chinese knockoff one that is horrible. Other than that. Uh, all right. Well, well guys, you, you I got to Guys, I should probably check out. I got an hour till we hit the 24-hour mark, and I have to go and get a uh, a message ready for uh, to send out to everybody. All right, real quick, closing yeah. thoughts for you, as you wish. Cl- closing thoughts. Uh, on shot, or can I just plug my thing again? You can just plug your. Well, I wouldn't plug your thing again. <laughs> um, you want some help with that? I, I, you know, I mean, we're we're real liberal here, but not that liberal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what Bacon's for. Exactly. Uh, um, I think you're always going to have people who collect both Generations and Masterpiece. Ultimately, Generations, yes, a lot of it is made with the collectors in mind. But at the end of the day, who buys most of those? It's kids, and it always will be kids. Um, uh, play with this, too. Kickstarter. It's live. 29 days left. Uh, we're got a link? Like, How do they find it? Where do they find it? They find it on Kickstarter.com. Just type in "play with this too." Uh, right. We're on Facebook. This this thing called Twitter. Um, we're at the forty-one percent mark right now. Uh, Thirty-two thousand three hundred and forty-three dollars as of right now. Uh, Eighty thousand dollars is our goal. Uh, so uh, check it out. It's a team of uh, guys who all used to work at Hasbro or Transformers and He-Man, Star Wars and Mini-Mates and Thundercats. And we've, we've had a lot of different experience and a lot of different toy lines. And we're, we're trying to make something new, something different. So check us out. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you. It was fun. Thank you. Um, all right. Good one, man. Nice touch right. having Mr. Spock on your, on your desk. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, I was hoping. I was wondering if anyone noticed, and they already noticed. Yeah, no, I was like the first thing. I was like, yeah. (laughs) So, all right, guys. Uh, Thank you again. Uh, Great talk. Uh, Catch up with you. All right. All right. Take care. Take care. All right. Now that the guests off, I can really get down to business. Michael Swift. What the hell? (laughs) Sideswipe and Sunstreaker are garbage. I hate them almost as much as Prowl. You're crazy. You are absolutely crazy. Let me guess. One of your favorites is that stupid Galvatron piece of crap. No, Galvatron's garbage, too. 
Wow, there's a lot of garbage in this classic line that you keep defending. There is a lot of garbage in the classic line. There's also a lot of good stuff. All right, here, here. Let's go through a couple. All right, how about this one? Hankai Mirage. Is that garbage? Oh, I like that one. He's awesome. I like that one. I like him. Okay. He's one of my. He's one of my favorites. What about what about Drift? Uh, Drift. I don't really care for him. No, you don't. Shoulders were a little weird. Yeah. Aww. And he's got crappy legs. Aw, he came with three weapons. Aw, what yeah. a ripoff. Okay. <laughs> How about the uh, RTS Cyclonus? And don't I don't, hear shit. I don't want to hear shit about the new one. I'm talking about right here, right now. I love him because of crap. Cyclonus. Piece of crap. Cyclone, I'm biased to Cyclonus because Cyclonus is my favorite Decepticon. All right, I got it for the Matrix. How about Jazz? I thought that was neat. Jazz the, is the awesome. The speakers were a little... A little distracting. For I'll wait for the masterpiece. So yeah. Jazz, who who blasts music to help defeat enemies, you don't like his speakers being part. No, of them. they're they're weird to kind of fit back in there when you transform it. Jazz, I mean, it's oh, difficult. No. You so mean toy, the, wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. The deluxe toy is too hard for you. I got you. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say it was difficult. I said it was weird. Jazz weird. is one What's of weird? the best, despite his uh, his terrible shoulders. He has bad shoulders. Yeah. Like I said, I'll wait for the masterpiece version. Alright. How about no, I, the, I like the, the head gimmick on that one though. What about this? How about the G three trailer? Eh, crap. Anybody? Crap. No. Crap. <laughs> crap. 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 Alright, how about the uh, How about the Junkie on? I got I got uh, I have not oh. Rengar. What's his name? Junkie. How about him? He, I like that one. He's he's alright. I'm afraid he's gonna break <laughs> eventually. He's never awesome. saw it. I, no, no, no. Never don't, saw one. Don't, what? don't misconstrue that. I, I never really, saw one. Yeah. Never made it to and, my area. And then once again, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then once again, what made him even better? Made in Japan kit. Hey, that makes it even nah, better. Nah. Well, I, I think oh, yeah. Retgar oh, yeah. is awesome. I think his hips are going to break on me, so I'll never transform him again. What, wasn't there an issue with the, with the handlebars or one of the legs? Yeah, you can't handle it like a fucking jackhammer. You can't handle it. <laughs> Once you snap his waist together, it doesn't want to come apart. You're going to break snap it. your waist together. Shut up. All right. <laughs> it's an awesome figure, but... How about this guy? It's got... You know what that is? Hank I That's Hound. an awesome figure, too. I love Hound because Hound is my favorite Autobot. <laughs> I like it, but I'm going to wait for the... Uh... I'm actually going to wait for that third-party figure. I can't wait for it. All right, new guy, new guy. What's your thoughts? Hound? I, I thought I, I I thought it was all right. I, I, I liked it. Are you, you kidding me, right? guy? Are you kidding me? Michael Swift, the fucking mosquito extraordinaire, <laughs> likes Hound, and you're like, yeah, he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> you know who's really cool? Transkeeto. That's a pretty cool character right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh. Do you realize? Do you realize I saw those on on clearance for a dollar ninety nine? I do, I do. But you I know why? It's you know why? Because even when they're brand new, no one wanted that piece of shit. It's a guilty All right. pleasure. All right, here. It's got terrible. Here's lives. one. I, I. All right. How about this? This is the Takara one. But what, what do you think about the Bumblebee mold? This is the Gold Bug or whatever. But what do you think? Middle ground. Need, for for need, its time, I think it was all right. Looks good, but it's kind of clunky. Need spinners. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
this has devolved into a how about this one? Yeah, yeah why not? Because you know? you know why? Because I'm figuring out how much I hate you right now. Because I was waiting <laughs> for you to be like, the Bumblebee mold is amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> Bumblebee is just middling. All best. right. All right. Real quick. Not, not even real quick. All right. Let's just get kind of slided at least somewhat back on the topic, even though we're doing a little bit. But um, so you got all these lines, and my my argument is, and, and I'm going to have to, you have to base it on the secondary market to see where the interest is. And, I'm, I, you know. Do, do you guys think it's you know? Do you think they're going to go back up? Do you think the interest is going to continue? I understand that there's those people that are going to want to do one or the other or both. I I, I also am going to say that I think that masterpiece not all of them go up in value, so they're going to yeah. be well, more affordable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I looked up Generation Sideswipe on eBay and the, I saw them from anywhere between forty to fifty dollars. I think that's a huh. crazy amount of money for that piece of junk. Mm-hmm. So. I don't see where the loss in value is because I would never pay $20 for that thing. You're, you're always going to have exceptions. You're always going to have exceptions. <laughs> but I, what I'm I telling you is – something out though real quick? It's not okay. generation side swipe. Right. It's not. It's universe. Yeah. It doesn't so. matter. I'm using its, its <laughs> connotation in the current Most, market. That, and, and let's get this out in the open right now. If, if yeah. anyone said, you know, I really like classics Astro Train. I like classics Prime and I like classics – Sideswipe. We're going to know which ones they're talking about, even oh, though wait, they no, all were not under the classic lines. There's two classics Optimuses. One's a deluxe, yeah. though. So, That's true. I That's forgot true. about that little the, mm. the little bitty guy. You can That's, suck yeah. it, Brent. You can you're suck it about the, You're, you're talking about the two-pack, the two, uh, two right? Yeah. I think it was a piece of crap anyway. No one yeah. wanted that. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever going to think about that if you say classics Optimus. Yeah, they're going to automatically go to the Voyager. That's right. Wait, shut the fuck up. God. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think Classics is not so much uh, on its way out, uh, so much as uh, just just like the brand in general, it's uh, it's in a constant state of change and progression. Because if you think about it, uh, the the banner, you know, Classics Chug, whatever you call it, it's it's a decade old already. You know. The, the first classics, that was 2006 before the first Michael Bay film. And it's okay. died three times or two times. Well, it, 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 it's falling asleep. I don't know if it's died. <laughs> it uh, died like Optimus died. You know, it turned okay, right. Okay. okay. It it back let, later. Let's agree that it has narcolepsy. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it's in a constant state of change. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a progressive line in that, you know, it started out with, you know, Generation 1, but as time has went on, we've ventured into a little bit of Armada. We've had uh, some Beast Wars with, like, Rap Trap, Lost Man, or Chief War. Shit. Um, Screw you! It, it's, <laughs> the, the line as a whole, it, you know, the, the Banner Chug line is, is a decade old. So, I mean, there's only going to be so much more that you can do with Generation 1 before you are based with the fact that, you know, people that were, you know, uh, four years out of Armada when Classics came out, guess what? They're going to be having jobs and, you know, starting to drive a car and move out of mom and dad's in, in just a couple of years here. You know, so we're going to hear for much longer, we're going to end up with Classics, you know, Cybertron figures, Classics, heck, I don't know, what, why not Classics live action figures? Are you are fired, new guy? You go home, you get the hell out, you turn your mic off, and you burn it. Don't ever say um, that. 
Please, Gavin. I, I, I don't think we're ever going to hear. I just don't think we're ever going to hear classics. Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, Wing Saber. <laughs> I don't think we're going to hear classics Wing Saber. I don't think we're going to hear classics. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, movie prime. I, I, I think the classics to me means those that were representing G1 or along that line. They're going to fall into this chug category, and I think that's where it's going to stay. Right, but that, that demographic is also, at, at the same time, that, that age group is slowly transitioning toward Masterpiece. I, I think that's starting to take its place in, in some capacity. That's, with, that's with, what with, I've been uh, arguing this whole time, right, absolutely. Right, uh, And so that audience is moving on to that. So that that's why a little bit of the market of the initial classics of those figures have. have well, I agree with that, but I don't think the term's going to change. That's what. Well, I'm no, saying. no, no, no. I, I I don't think it's it's going to change like that. But uh, you know, sooner or later, you know, we're going to be in our you know 50s and 60s, and kids that are you know 15 now, they're going to be our age at some point. And if if classics or Chug or whatever acronym, you know, it has 10 years from now. You know, down the road, you know, they're going to have maybe a, a classics interpretation of a character they had when they were a kid, just like we had with, with you know, Ramjet and uh, Bumblebee. True. Mm. True. Yeah. Um, you know, I, um, I, I agree with you in that I can tell you that I didn't see it so much with Armada, and maybe because the, the final words Armada weren't really that good, but like. Uh, Cybertron. Well, Cybertron. I'm talking across the board. The line of Cybertron is showing a resurgence. They're showing. There's more. I got to get that. You know, people that. Yeah. You know, so many years ago, when it came out, that that was their toys. Now they're wanting it back. And you're always going to have that. You're always going to have that. It's usually around a 10-year mark. Yeah, we we had. You're going to get that. It, it was it was uh, Cybertron Optimus and Cybertron. I think Dirt Boss uh, in in the bot shots. That's kind of a, for instance, I, I know it's bot shots, but still, you know, the fact that those characters have returned from that. Well, that also it. has to do with them having to keep the names, too. They can only keep them for so long, and they have to reuse them. Well, sure, but, I mean, you know, they've used Optimus over and over until they're red and blue in the face. Well, it's if like, you remember, we had, a, we had a conversation before about Optimus and Bumblebee, and the reason they use it so many times is because that's what kids remember. Yeah. So they put those in there. But 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 the fact that they went out of the way to, to choose the Cybertron uh, in, in, incarnation of Optimus Prime to use for that particular bot shot, right? You know that, that they would you know bring that back. You know, it makes me wonder if they're they're gonna uh, do that with, with uh, you know Chug. I mean, because well, we, we've got Rat Trap, we've got Tank War, we've got you know Armada Hotshot with Jolt. I mean, from from those different lines. So I mean, right, it's, but, it's gone beyond just G one. Well. It has, but I, I'm going to tell you right now. I guarantee you're not going to see any more. They, they're going to they're going to taper that off. You 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 won't you won't see. You're not going to see Beast War reincarnated figures anymore. You're Beast not going War to see R.I.D. You're not going to see all that. That's it. What you see? What you got to remember? What you're seeing now has already been planned two years ago. <laughs> right. So they, they did they did a tenth anniversary for Beast Wars, you know. So. Maybe they'll they'll do some something small and. I would love to see. I would love to see more Beast Wars. Combined. One of my favorite characters is. Um, Michael love Swift. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Rat Trap. I love uh, it I love when the they redid it. I love it. The bottom um, amazing toy. 
It is. It's great. You know, Waspinator. I love that one. That was the first oh, one that came out, and I was just like, I'm ready for them. Let's get them all. We're not going to get them. I know it's wishful. Oh, we're going to say that for another topic. I know it's wishful thinking, but I, I would love, you know, Combiner Wars, you know, uh, Landfill or uh, Magnaboss, you know, something like that. You ain't going to see it. I will style, guarantee no. you're not going to see that. It's not Scramble City style. I, I wouldn't expect you, but I I'm just saying, it. no one, no one would have expected to see this before it came out. No one was expecting to see Waspinator before it came out. Fair enough. But they did. But I think they tried that line. They gave it a couple of years, and then they just decided because I, I just, I have this feeling you're not going to see any more of them. And, and I would love, I would love to see. My God, let's see a Beast Wars uh, Scorpionox, please. I would love that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see a nice, nice poseable that doesn't fall apart in your hands. Uh, Transmetal Megatron. Would love. It. I think. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. And this is. I'm, I'm trying not to say this as a fanboy of Beast Wars. I'm trying to say this as. I mean the generations line has its spots for everything. And I don't I don't think we won't see some of that peppered in. I think we might not see there there probably won't be you know four Beast Wars figures in a year again. But, you know, two years from now we might see another Beast Wars figure. I mean or mm-hmm. a year from now we might see another couple Beast Wars figures because it is the twentieth anniversary. But we're gonna. I think we will continue to see Armada or Energon or Cybertron figures peppered in, because um, that's just. I mean, that's what the generations was originally built as. It's just only. T- it's taken them three years to actually get to that point. Well, six years ago in, in 2009, we, we got the uh, the the Hot Shot and we got the uh, the the, the and the and the Dinobot. Okay, from our, from Armada and from Beast Wars, and then just last year, we got uh, the Armada Starscream. Uh, not to mention we got uh, the Voyager uh, Rhinox plus uh, Tankor, Rat Trap, and Waspinator. So I mean, you know, Beast Wars alone, I think that's what six figures, uh, five, five, six, and uh, two from Armada. So I mean, odds are we, we may well, see three more. from Armada because now we have an well, Armada Megatron, Megatron right, right, right yeah. next to. Even though it's, yeah. I I, got to say, you know, it it was kind of a stretch for them to make G1 and Armada out of the same Megatron mold. But for what they were able to accomplish, I'm actually uh, actually pretty pretty pleased with what they did. I think think it works. Barely, but it works. I have to say this. As much as I like seeing Beast Wars coming back, I absolutely 100% could not stand that Cheetor. Oh, that Cheetor was terrible, and I don't think it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. And then I can understand how all of a sudden it came with little morning stars, little little throwing stars. Yeah, and a a tail for a sort of. And I understand that they have to design these things, but yeah, I guess guess they don't have to make sense, but why can't they make sense? Right. You know? Maybe if they would have done the gut gun and butt gun again. But yeah, I don't know. That 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 that'll probably be uh, akin to them bringing back the mutant masks. Well, real quick, just because I think this is funny as hell. 
this whole time, I don't know if you all can see uh, Swage's little little picture yeah. down there of him going <laughs> like, like this. And I was just figuring he was being really polite and raising his hand, but no, his his computer froze up, so he's he'll be back soon. So, you know, I was polite. What I was I was really giving him the benefit of the doubt, going ooh ooh ooh. But oh, you know, yeah, no, no. I actually clicked on his icon, and I was like, is he raising his hand? What's going on? Yeah, he, <laughs> all of a sudden I get a message, and I was like, oh, I just thought you were raising your hand. I mean, <laughs> no. Uh, and then the other thing was, is as much as. Especially the Hinkai, and yeah, I'm going to go and talk about secondary market, but the Hinkai uh, Dinobot, just extremely popular. Everyone wanted it. Everyone. I He would be an awesome figure for them to redo. Yeah. Because he, so, he is so loved and so popular. Um, but I think I would you're, like just gonna have to, you're just going to have to be happy with the Hinkai one. Uh, no, I, I would like it. Do that as a voy- Do him as a Voyager. He needs to be big. He does. Um, yeah. Although, well, especially when now that we have a new uh, rat trap. I mean, yeah. he should be. And, and the deluxe would only be about right here. I mean, the deluxe would be bigger than this one, but not enough. Yeah. Not enough. He would even look great as a uh, leader class figure. Well, that, that that was one of the one of the larger deluxes out of that line, if I recall. I, I, I think he stood quite a bit taller. Who's that? Uh, the 2009 Dinobot. No, he's shortest of them all. Yeah. He's he's short. I mean, he's he's lanky. He's skinnier. I mean, he's that, not as. That might be what There's I'm not thinking. as much kibble as like on the, uh, the first one. Right. But, no, I mean, and it was okay. It was okay. Um. But, uh, to me, the the very the best representation that made me say, "Man, I, I hope they do them all." That came out the very first one that got me excited was Waspinator, yeah. and that was just a great figure. Still, it's yeah. a great figure. Mm-hmm. And then followed by Rhinox was okay, um, but I then I saw it once. Rhinox had some tolerance problems. Yeah. Well, and, and he's another one that if you're going to get it, get the Japanese one. Uh-huh. I mean, let me see here. I don't know. I didn't like the dark. Uh, I, I I thought it looked a lot better. Now with Rat Trap, I do want both of them though. See, there's there's a big difference, but I'm not even going to say really which one is better than the other. They're both nice. Ooh. So, but Uh-oh. with with Rhinox, definitely the Japanese one. So I now that I've uh, you know, I'm going to concede a little bit of ground here. Because while I don't believe Masterpiece will it will is hurting the classics market too much because I I think they are uh, there's definitely some overlap but I think there are different markets. Um, I think Hasbro does have a little bit of that in mind and you, you you look at what they're doing with it now. Where they are giving you like this reimagined G1 uh, take on, on these characters, but they're tying it in with IDW at the same time. So the, the person who goes out and buys, um, you know, that goes out and buys Masterpiece Ultra Magnus now might be incentivized because of their love of IDW to go out and buy Generations Leader Magnus because he represents something different. 
than the masterpiece. And I think I think some of that design philosophy has to come from masterpiece because you know they don't want to release the same figure you know at the same time. Right. Um, Real quick, we're gonna give a shout out to uh, I think it's pronounced Dust Mites. He's on yeah. Instagram. Instagram pimping us out. We'll take that. Appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate it. Um, I. On uh, the new uh, Jetfire, what line is that specifically under? I, I don't have the box in front Generations, of me. Generations, I believe. Generations. It does say Generations, the new one, yeah. the IDW one? Yeah. The, the, the same mold as the Thundercracker. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Jetfire is Generations, but Thundercracker is in, is in the uh, Combined Award banner. Okay. All hmm. right. But they um, – so they're, they're under two different banners, two different boxes. I haven't seen yeah. the Thundercracker one. Okay. Uh, I was just trying to figure out in my head if if they were trying to separate the generations and then the IDW putting it under a different banner, but it's they're going to keep that under the generations as well. Yeah, I, I think they're just kind of transitioning into it. Yeah, but then you got to wonder if they're going to do a new banner like they keep doing every two years. Well, I mean they already have changed. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, this is yeah the generations logo now. That's true. That's true. And is that on the Combiner Wars? Yeah, this yeah. is the for Optimus for Combiner okay. Wars. So I guess it is all generations. Yeah. Um, yeah generations same, has been running for quite a while now. Uh, it and seems like they're just going to keep that name but change the subtext so, of it. So they're going to have sub subgroups like Combiner Wars or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean that same logo was on – I think that same logo might have been on the – Age of Extinction stuff, which was a joke, but it, that was. Oh, wait, no, I didn't buy any. I don't recall. Which that was their way of releasing them. You know the. Yeah, I, I have seen I, people listing stuff as Generations AOE, so they, it could well, be it's just like it, a cross platform yeah, thing. Yeah, it did have Generations listed on the box, and that was their excuse to be able to release more. You know, because that whole line started this whole, you know, kitty crap, you know, trend. <laughs> And that was their excuse to be able to release something that was more collector-focused or older kid-focused. I don't know how collector-focused it was because they still pretty much sucked. Oh, I think I'd rather be called a collector than an older but, uh... kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm just saying the market. They were a little more complex than the, the kitty crap that we were seeing. Okay. Oh, like that, that awesome Grimlock Durangat? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's the kitty crap. That's the kitty crap. Okay. <laughs> I just I just can't get into any of it. I mean, I I know I'm in the minority here, but I just I can't get into any of that combiner war stuff or the newer stuff. I just it, it does not interest me. None, none of none it. Of the them. Magnus, the Cyclonus, nothing. That's no, crazy, wow. man. That's crazy because this thing is awesome. That thing looks like shit. You're me. never going to get. <laughs> you are never going to get a masterpiece combiner. Uh, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you, have you if have you were smoking sure. the peace pipe, never mind. Here's here's a question. Smoking that here, weed. Uh, as far as combiner wars, which would you guys prefer, uh, the the legs to face forward as shown on the instructions and box art, or backwards uh, to where the, like, the fronts are flat like they were in G1? I like for, it backwards. For, for, for say like 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 superior on a menasaur. From the rear. Right. <laughs> 
Next. <laughs> I I would say I prefer them forwards, but that's just sort of like um, I don't think that side of them is very interesting. Um. So. So, I rather than I rather see more of the bits hanging off, and you know it's a jet because it looks like a jet, and it's not whole. Because when it's on the shelf, it's already hidden by some of you know my other figures. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Well, my my thought on it has is is pretty much you know when when the limbs are combined like they have in G one where you you can on the legs see the uh, the individual bots like like torsos or whatever. Uh, to me, that you know that that gives more the appearance of, of just like like a full leg as opposed to you know I'm a torso with a jet here and a and a helicopter here. You know that you know when, when they're when they're facing the other way, it, it looks as though you know the torso and hey there's a leg. It's it's more of a more of an extension of the thigh. Yeah. No wait wait, wait. wait. So you you like them better when the the jets the jet portion is on the back or on the front? Yeah. On, on the back. I just on think back. on the front. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. do this. Okay, but but there's the a lot back, of discussion on that. On this. If you look at uh, G1, mm-hmm. um, are they on the front or are they on the back? I Most of the time I've seen them on the back. Okay. But then you get into like uh, Minasaur, who basically is Motormaster – with the cars on his forearms, <laughs> I mean, so then, I mean, you're, I, I guess I was just a side note on, it, but I was just sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, well, which way did they do it? I always thought it was better, especially for Superion, is if the jet was in the front. So what it was was uh, Silverbolt, and then you could see that the. The appendages of the other jets were on there because they are obviously smaller jets. Yeah, I, just, I, I, I can I see just that. I just want to say I'm already tired of combiners, so I'm going to let you guys go to town. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, I, I just I, I don't really care for the appearance of you know a torso that just happens to be standing on jets that still look like jets. Well, I like know. it a lot better than just a torso with an arm or with with cars strapped to his forearms on and his uh, his legs. Well, I mean, that's you, all we you, got. You actually, if you attach the chest plate and the waist plate, it, it kind of masks the, the arms uh, to where they look more like part of a, a bulkier torso. <laughs> might have to might have to find a screenshot of that. Yeah, because the the, the 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 waist plate especially, it's it's the same width as the as the rest of the torso, isn't it? Well, it depends on who you're talking about. I, it, my uh, when I was talking about uh, Minasaur, I mean literally, if you actually watch the show, basically all it was was Motor Pass, Motormaster, oh. and then they just snapped onto him. Yeah, that, they that's, didn't make that, him that, any that's, bigger. That's in the animation. Yeah, that's what I was talking about in the. In the oh, okay. Yanu yeah, guy, Yanu yeah, guy. If you want to watch the show, God. Now, here's the funny. Do they go ahead, stick up, or do they go to the back? Look at this. This was in the show, but I don't remember which episode this was. Mm. But there they are. They're actual on the front, and there he is, an arm. And so, so, there so you superior, are. But superior on uh, the jet's face in the back, though. They're in the back. 
Right. I think always in the show, they were in the back. Yeah. So, but, um, Michael Swift, you said that you could get more articulation if you did them which yeah, way? Yeah, you're going to get more articulation if the junk is in the front. The junk in the front. Because <laughs> you get a 90-degree bend at that point. Sure. I mean, you're always going to get less articulation if the kibble's in the back. Because, sure, yeah, I, I can expect that. You know. Yeah, it gives you better articulation. Third party. I just, I just, I just think, I just think that you'll get more articulation if she's more flexible. But anyway, there we go. I just found uh, this is one. Well, sometimes she likes it better if if you have it turned around, you know. This is true. There you go. (laughs) As horrible as that looks, there you go again. That that looks like a full complete leg. Look, no, but here it is again. An arm. With a jet on it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that's what that is. An arm with a jet on it. Yeah. So 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 I, I guess it, it could depend on, on if it's an arm or a leg as, as far as which, which direction is best. Uh, honestly, it just looks like a jet on the back. But I can see that's a little more. Let me look here. What's this one? Now, see, yeah, that looks a little better to me. That looks a little better. Yeah. yeah, and and typically your G1, I mean the G1 guys were designed so the chest face forward, and that's how they were designed to fit into the leg pieces. Because if you turn them around, they actually sat too far back and they'd fall backwards. Yeah. Um, well, it also depends on how how good of a silver bolt you got, because those were notorious for being all floppy yeah. in the in the torso area. Of course, then then there was always those those kids that uh, decided to do a, a completely different thing altogether and just have the the jets or cars facing sideways. <laughs> you know, have, have the junks on the on, on the sides. Well, but if it if it helped them stand, yeah, more stability. All right. Oh, there is one other thing I wanted to talk about. Let me find oh. it here. Yeah, where is it? We're, we're so gonna while, we're gonna throw in let's throw in a little bit of news. While he's searching, I'm gonna give. I'm going to give one last point to good old classics, and that's Decepticons. You look at classics has been running, the classics universe generations line has been running as long as Masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And in that time, Masterpiece has three large Decepticon molds and the cassettes. And that's probably all you're going to get. You're probably going to get another 50 versions of that Starscream mold because that's the one that they love the most. Um, they have a new one though. And so unless you unless you <laughs> right. unless you really unless you really the love molds. Autobots, you know that line. There's really nothing there for Decepticons. That's what that's what third parties for. We got all kinds of Decepticons coming. We got bugs. Uh, we got Reflector. We got Megatron. I don't give a crap about third party. I don't care about stuff that's awesome. That's incorrectly <laughs> made. <laughs> I just don't care. We're talking official. We're talking official product here. Uh, 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 oh well, then hell, you just took all the wind out of my sails here. <laughs> Well, I'm talking Master about P- masterpiece. Classic. I'm, I'm talking about masterpiece and master. classic scale. I'm not going with just legit. Just. All legit. right. Well, I'm just gonna say it. And I can't find it here, but who's got some good pictures of the uh, masterpiece Inferno that was announced? Some website, probably. I'm looking. I couldn't find it. 
I know I saw I saw some decent. Actually, stuff. I thought they only did design art, like sketch art, and then somebody digibashed it a little bit. Well, I'm trying to find it. Let's make sure because if that's if that's actually out there and that's going to be made, I think absolutely that's one to pick up. You you think maybe they might have any images on uh, on captured prey or on Mega Toy Fan? That'd be a good idea. What what about them? Oh, just just a little shameless plug there. That'll work. Mm-hmm. You, do you know the hook yet, new guy? Do you know the capture prey hook? Let's hear it. Um, Let's go. Let's go. Capturepray.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. Do it right now. Right now. Come on. I don't have anything to make now. That's it. <laughs> Did you ever get a hook together, Megatoyfan.com? Nope. Oh, nope, God. we don't no. go in for uh, tricks and tactics. I sung a jingle tactics. once. Yeah, you need a jingle. Did you say jingle or tinkle? I said I sung I sung a jingle once for you. Now that that, that third party inferno that that was that was called Hellfire, right? Wasn't that its name? I didn't think it had. I thought it was. Well, crap. I can't find anything on Inferno. This is great radio. Uh, great. I knowed. I knowed. I didn't make it up. Make toys yeah. inferno. Make uh, toys. Hellfire. This, this just in. Megamus is crazy. Yeah, well, that would be just in. That's that's known. That's yeah. Well, right. confirmed then. Gosh. So uh. Well, hit us up with some screen shares there. Uh, New guy. Yeah, make toys hellfire. Not, not sure if I know how to do that. It's going to be part of a series. There's Gun Dog, Cupola, Cupola, and Hellfire. So it's under third party discussion. Cupola, I think. Gun Dog. Cupola. And, 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 and Hellfire, yeah, okay, there it is. Well, I see the Cupola, which is the Chrome Dome. Mm hmm. Yeah. It looks like it might have just been announced, and there's some art randomly. I'm, I'm seeing some colored silhouettes. Uh, not actually an image. I know on Facebook I've seen sketch art, but I don't know if that's official. Yeah, I recall. Here we go, two I, I got this. Let's go with this for right now. A screen share this, which is just showing the the gun dog, which is the hound. Uh, Hellfire, which is Inferno, and I, Cupola. Does that sound right? Cupola. Cupola. Chrome Dome. And I. I'm kind of at a loss at the sizes here. I don't really see how I the car is supposed to be bigger than the fire truck. But yeah, see, I, 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 I would have that, thought that that this guy would have been about the size of this guy and not this. Yeah. Guy. And I would have thought this guy would be about this size. Yeah, that that that, that is a good question. I'm, I'm not sure about that one either. You know what? They uh, need to be combiners. That's what it is. They need to be combiners. <laughs> and they'll be all different scales like Bruticus. It'll be great. Well, let's see here. <laughs> if if they're using a standard size head mold, I think Inferno would not be masterpiece size. If it is, yeah. I think he's too small. Maybe they're sticking closer to like a uh, the G1 toy type scale. Well, the what, what was the one? It, it, there's another one that's doing. Uh, well, well, fans projects, right? They're they're at masterpiece sale with the Dinobots. I think so. And then there's mm-hmm. another one that's classic size. Um, who, who did Roar? A couple, I don't know. Who did Roar? Toy World. Toy World. Toy World. 
Okay, those are more classic size. So, and isn't there, what size are the Shuriking ones? Are those also classics or? I'm not sure. I got lost on the Dinobots. Uh, I, gave... I, I did too. There were so many that came out, but you know what? I'm surprised, Mike uh, Swift, that you didn't bring this out as a point, but I'm going to bring it out on your side. Uh, evidently, they, there's a lot of companies that must have some faith in classics because they're still bringing out third parties in classic size. So I agree. Yeah. Going against myself. What the hell? All right, I don't know how to screenshot, but I'm going to give it a shot here. Little green button over to the left. <laughs> little green button. All right, here that we has go. has a little arrow. Uh, yeah, suck Click one. that, and it'll ask you what you want to share, and you hit it. Just don't share your porn. Oh, wow, well, why not? Why not, man? Well, I learned something. It's real life. All right, here's Make Toys. Okay. You see it? There's the, the sketch that I saw. This is on uh, Make Toys' actual Facebook page. And we'll go down. There's the Chrome Dome, who actually looks pretty slick, although not Yeah, but if you look at that picture that I showed of the size comparisons, which is probably what you're bringing up, I think it's too big. Yeah, it looks crazy big. I don't know what the point is of that. But anyway, that is the sketch that I was talking about. And that, you know, looks pretty nice, looks pretty slick. <coughs> I, I like it. I, I like the Chrome Dome though. <laughs> I, I do, but I just I, if it's that big, it's 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 going to be too big. Right. That's what she said. I had to throw that. Oh out. God! Oh, holy crap! Yeah. You know how long we've gone away from that? <laughs> and he brings it back. You're fired. Swage, You're... what was that about hating him? Now you hate him a little more. No, oh, I don't. I don't. I don't hate Swifty. I hate. So, uh, would would I that hate... qualify as a sloppy second? Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, he even got a little high pitched on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new guy, man. <laughs> All right. What else is in the wonderful new world of toys uh, and third party collectibles? Anyone? Or was that about all we got? There's probably more combiners and more Dinobots. That's it it does seem like every time you turn around, that one, that Giga, whatever it is, I know that they. Didn't they just start shipping, I believe? I gave up, man. Yeah, you lost me. I'm still over here fuming that my computer rocked out on me because I was mimicking Swift over there. I noticed that. You were, you were <laughs> yeah. raising your hand. It was great. Then, I thought you were being really nice. No, and it was like, <laughs> so that's why I disappeared. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little angry with that, as if I don't have enough of that to go around. So, guys... Uh, anyone looking for brainstorms? Apparently, they've been found at TJ Maxx. Yes. Well, start snagging them up. Excellent. Well, here's news. one thing. Here's one thing we can talk about. Um, my understanding is, is that X Transbots <coughs> Polyon has been delayed yeah, again. Absolutely. Again. Again. <clears throat> again. But you got to remember when they shot their first uh, delivery estimate. The first reaction was, "How in the hell are you going to get that done so fast?" So now the answer is, they're not. Right, and now you know with the Chinese New Year and everything, it's sure. not really. It's not like it wasn't foreseen once it was delayed the first time. So, everyone, hold your horses, chill your tits a little bit. You'll be okay. And they've actually responded in the threads officially, um, and basically saying that this thing, I think. It said it has over 300 parts that are produced for this thing. Um, they're basically going through the process and doing QC and trying to 
uh, correct things that they're finding before shipping anything out. So that's a, that's a good sign, especially if uh, isn't X Transbots part of KFC? And yeah, so which stack stacks Citizen Stack was pretty good, but uh, it still freaks me out that they're making Megatron because they make all those horrible fucking cassettes. So <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree. But I will say but, the other one, I do have Huff and Stacks, and those are nice. The the two little dudes are the pipes and Huffer. I like those. Those are nice. Those are sturdy. Uh, it's just the cassettes from KFC that suck balls. Yeah. You were talking about Shuriken, Shuriken, the Thunderous. Um, my understanding is is that, I mean, they are masterpiece, but they, they seem to be bigger. Um, those are the bigger ones, the Shuriken? Well, well I, think, I think you've got, and correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, anyone, please, by all means, uh, you have uh, Fans Projects. Which is supposed I I wouldn't classify them as classics. They're bigger than classics, but they're probably too small for masterpiece. Then you have this made by G Creation, the Shura King, which is a little bigger, and that's the one that's going to combine. And then you have the one that's called Giga something, and the Giga whatever it is. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> is freaking huge. I mean, just astronomically huge. So. Correct me if I'm wrong once again, but I think we're going to have at least three, maybe four scales, sizes, for your Dino King, or Dino, uh, Dinobots. Yeah, and don't forget so, Planet X as well already has the Fall of Well, Cybertron That's the other thing. I was going to ask you guys about that. Now, Planet yeah. X, now, isn't that more towards the the game? Yeah, the, those from the Cybertron, game? Fall of Cybertron, yeah. They're and so then, then you've got another line there. So I think just, you know, I... No, I no, think after the movie, opinion. everyone got Dinobot crazy. Now, those those ones that are based on the game, will, will those combine too? Or are those just those standard? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think they're just based on the game, and several of them look like crap. And several oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. That's not Fans Project. That's Fans Toy. Sorry. I got that wrong. Fans I, know. I would just like to say that Sideburn 2 can kiss my ass because Kalos is a fucking beast. So. I'm ta- well, I'm talking about the Planet X It's fucking awesome. No, all crazy. I'm going to say is there's too no. many damn third-party companies. I'm getting them all confused. Which one yeah. is What's that? It's the awesome swoop. That's what Kalos is. Oh, no, I thought the swoop was pretty cool. Oh, I, I think, um, that one's okay. I think Snarl <laughs> doesn't look anything like he did in the, in the game. And so I'm okay, a big fan go. of the game, and now, there you go. I want them to look as accurate as possible. There you oh, go. Okay. okay. That thing is amazing. Fan toys, yes. That is amazing. So blows that Kalis or whatever the hell it is. I had that one. That looked, Kalis this. isn't a masterpiece scale though, so it's like. It's I like know apples and oranges, animal. but if I'm only gonna get one representation of it, <laughs> there you go. That's why you got the red one anyway, because you suck. I like the red one. <laughs> Wound up getting it from some jerk, but that's beside the point. Well, you know, that's how it works. At least that jerk <laughs> shipped your stuff. That's true. <laughs> that's all right. I gave you more. I gave you too much. Oh, no. No. <coughs> Actually, I wanted to ask about that. Do you guys think they're going to do... Um, Speaking of like the War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, do you think they're going to come out with another product, like a game, uh, so they can get 
more actual toys out based on something other than IDW or the I movies? Like, I, what, do you, what do you think it's going to be? Because I want to see something else because the games were awesome. And if they can I, get those teams or people on the same level. Didn't, didn't that, that game, the, the, it was like Battle for the Dark Spark, whatever, didn't that kind of end the, the War War 4 and Fallout? Um, well, um, no, Fall of Fall of Cybertron ended that line. Um, okay, I, so I, I thought, I I'm going kind of blended the two. I'm gonna say no. You're not gonna see any games like that ever again. Um, ever? 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 I I think the ever. only thing you're ever gonna see. I think the only thing you're gonna see from now on are gonna be tie-in games, tie-ins with movies, maybe tie-ins with shows, but I don't think the, those did very well either. I don't think the Prime games did very well. Um, War for Cybertron saw it only once. Yeah, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron did well for licensed games. They didn't do well at the standard that Activision held. Um, I mean, they were amazing games, uh, but but they just they didn't perform like Call of Duty. They didn't perform like you know any of their you know Activision's other garbage. Um, and so they what what did they do? They they took High Moon. And they got rid of most of the developers from that, and they took the now cut down High Moon, and they stuck them making multiplayer maps for Call of Duty. Um, so that team, they're lost to the wind. I don't think, I mean, Activision, I think, has that, has the Hasbro license or has the Transformers license. I think yeah. most of the games you've seen, um, over the last, you know, generation of consoles were Activision. Um, and I don't think Activision has any faith in a Transformers game. That's why we got that crappy Rise of the Dark Spark. It basically just stole all the assets from High Moon uh, and threw together a mediocre piece of crap. That had nothing to do with Fall of Cybertron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I think we're getting. Uh, I, I think yeah, uh, we're getting a little off topic. Let's uh, let's go ahead and finish up the topic, and I think uh, we're coming up to uh, almost two hours here, so we might want to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Chug. Chug. Oh yeah. Let's do that right at the end. Chug. Uh, final thoughts. Um, sink or swim. Mr. Guzzler, there. I was chugging. Get it? Gosh. Um, uh, I, of course, I don't think it's going to sink. I think as long as it has, you know, as long as there's a market for (laughs) for cheap Transformers, which there always will be, that represents something that someone once loved, I think class is going to stick around. Um. Because, like I said before, Masterpiece is an investment. It's a it's a space investment. It's a money investment. And I think at the end of the day, that means it's just by default a smaller audience. Swage? I totally got lost word with Swift there. He. <laughs> I'm saying as a as a whole. Even the old stuff, I'm saying swim. I think it's always going to be strong. 
it's based on the original stuff and everything. Even if you collect IDW, Fall Cybertron, whatever, it all goes back to the original, and it's the closest thing you got to vintage. Jim? Swim. I, I don't see it ending. Uh, I see it changing, and we, we might see the same characters in different forms again. You know, uh, like coming up in Combined Wars, we've got uh, like Ironhide, Mirage, and all them that are supposed to come out. Um, so, yeah, swim. It's going to keep on going one form or another. All right. Brett, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Brett. Yeah, Brett. I, I would almost say treading water, but if I had to uh, pick, um, I'll go with swim. And the only reason I'm going to say that is because I think Armada is is, is sink. Um, Cybertron is swim. So I think eventually, yeah, Classics will still come back. But not anytime soon. I think as long as there's a better representation, it's it's going to tread water. So. All right. All right. Well, uh, one thing we want to start doing, we're going to start a new thing um, and promote shows. And not just those big shows that we talk about. Um, little shows, too. Um, we have a really wonderful show. And I wouldn't even call it a little show. It's, it's pretty big in northern Ohio. Mid-Ohio. That's true. Mid-Ohio. Mid and that's the CTS show. And it is going to be in Columbus, March 22nd, uh, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's located at the Ohio Expo Center in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I know several of us uh, are going to be there. And every time I go, uh, I always find something. Always. Always there's a broad range of stuff uh, for sale, uh, not just Transformers. I mean, every line you could think of, it's it's there. So he puts on a really good show. And actually, there's a show here in Ohio tomorrow, which is Saturday the 28th, uh, the Jim and Dan's toy show. If you are in Dayton, Ohio, it's at the Hera Arena. Tiny little place, but... It's three bucks to get in, starts at nine or ten. I think ten. But yeah, three bucks, and there's always great dealers there too. So What was the name a, of that one again? Jim and Dan's toy show. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, I don't have a link handy. I just remembered it was tomorrow. <laughs> so you got that and CTS, and if you are within I would say a, a three-hour drive, it is well worth your time for anything you collect. I have never seen so much random crap all in one spot. It's going to go – I mean, I saw old-school uh, Disney stuff to vintage Transformers to third-party, any and every kind of G.I. Joe, including the – what they come out, like the 40s, 50s, 60s, mm -hmm. um, yeah, anything. I mean, box cars, slot cars. Everything. Alrighty, so I'm you, trying to find. I'm there trying it is, to find right uh, location. Yeah, it's Hair Arena, Dayton, Ohio. Okay, it's in Hair Arena. Nice um, yeah, yeah, there it is, right there. Um, but, but February 28th is the next one. That's tomorrow. Yes. That's right. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to see if there's anything else on here. Uh, price? You say it was three dollars? It's three dollars for admission. I think kids are free. There's the flyer right there. Looks like they have oh, yeah. 70 plus spaces sold out. Cool. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, G.I. Joe, Transformers. I've seen other guys do Transformers there. Not that many, uh, but there are, there's definitely some there. Um, comics, they have artists. They have uh, cosplay. Some people show up. Um, so, yeah, that's the small one. And also CTS, which is March 22nd. They, uh, they have a cosplay contest, a costume contest. And like we were saying, you know, a billion dealers and a great, great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, in addition to the shows and everything, uh, we're also going to sponsor meetups. Um, so if, if any of your groups uh, have meetups in your area and you want us to mention, just uh, throw us a, a link or information on it and uh, we'll give a shout out for you. All righty. Well. I think we uh, we toasted that uh, that issue. Um, <clears throat> Mike, you know, Swade kind of <throat> hurt one of our guests a little, you know. I bet. Uh, I didn't hurt him. He's just bruised. He'll be all right. I think I think you broke him a little. I think yeah, broke, well, he deserves it. He'll be all right. Okay. He's a man. <laughs> all right. Anyone else got anything to add before we wrap another one up? Anyone? Anyone? I want to say right? good job hanging in there, new guy. Even though I keep interrupting you, that's okay. Just keep taking right. it. What? Taking it and give it back. That's what you got to do. Right. So, um, alrighty. Uh, Michael Swift, anything to add? No. Well, why am I not surprised? <laughs> no. Uh, new guy. You had to do better than Swift. Go. Uh, well, I, I can't really think of anything to add. Um, I, 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 not, not, nothing of We've any talked this issue to death but, already. <laughs> but you know, for for what it was, I I thought we did a did a fair thorough job. I mean, the the, the chug, the chug, you know, series as a whole is only nine years old. So I mean, you know, this, so much. this we weren't asking for your analysis of the show. We just yeah, we don't want your opinion. What yeah, that's not what we asked doing? for. God dang it! Wait, <laughs> go I, ahead. All right, follow me on Instagram, at Real Robot. Follow me on Twitter, at Real Robot. Follow Brett, even though he doesn't know crap about how to Twitter and tweet and all that. He's at first Megamus. Just try to find Megamus on there. See what happens. It's like magic. Follow TFYLP on Twitter. We also have a new Instagram account, so you can get all your toy photography uh shiznits and your itches we can we can get all that for you it's tftalk.net official on instagram and yeah i'm out that's it we're done there we go another one in the bag um once again uh our sincere condolences to uh, uh the nemoy family and family and friends of him uh once again i want to also thank uh, rick alvarez for swinging by uh pimping his stuff and uh, lending us an ear uh, with what we had to say and answering our questions. Also, just remember, I mean, give us some questions, and uh, we'll try and get him on again, and maybe we'll get a little more information, some wonderful stories, and, you know, ins and outs of, uh, of Hasbro, you know, that mysterious company, Hasbro. And on that, I'm going to call it a night. So I'm going to say take care. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening 
and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha, ha, ha.